Okay, so episode seven. Episode seven. Heck yeah. Welcome back. Welcome back, everyone. We took a break for, what, three weeks now? Three weeks. Um, one, because I was away mm-hmm. up north visiting in, my boyfriend. In the knife. In the knife, the yellow variety. It is, I learned, because I asked Jose where it was, and yes. it's directly above us yes. same time zone which i didn't know which N- yeah neither did i until i dated someone from yellow <laughs> you had to google it 100 percent. yeah um and then i got back and got super sick you yeah. know so not the good n- sick oh no <laughs> got super no. sick no you didn't like not start shredding all. gnar no not no. at all uh no, not the right. vid but just super sick yeah. i had get this gnarly i went to the doctors i have had tonsil stone the fuck is that okay so it's really gross so what it is it's like <laughs> it's gross. it's a buildup of like bacteria on your tonsil and it's it actually forms actual stones and that's why my neck was like swollen interesting yeah i saw a picture of it it was disgusting gosh yeah so it's gone it's gone but it and was there. do you feel anything after now like you don't feel like, like <laughs> no you, you can like scream in a metal band now maybe no No, but i did cough once and it flew out fucking sick yeah you just saw like and i saw it did it go ping on anything (laughs) (laughs) break a window yeah Yeah. no it was (laughs) sir your car chip is from the inside no the human body is gnarly it's incredible yeah and just how we like fight off diseases like 24 7 Mm -hmm. sometimes it like we don't do it properly, sometimes but that's okay. It, sometimes it forms into stones. Exactly. Yeah. But we are back. I nice. missed you. I missed you too. So I know. Yeah, we. Uh, it was you a had a great time. I, I saw did. all your Instagrams. Yes, ma'am. I'm back on the Instagrams and was looking. That's the. It's my favorite part about going on Instagram is stories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Big it's time. My, yeah. And get to see uh, see puppies often. Yeah, which I contribute <sighs> now. Yeah, to the puppy. Good. Uh, good, good. Everyone needs more of that. They do. Mine. Yeah. I remember before COVID, a lot of my stories was just like me partying, <laughs> and just like, yeah, that was it. And now it's me at home by myself, and then every now and then with puppies. Look at that and growth. Gro- <laughs> growth. <laughs> Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah or that's just like growth. Recluse. Anyway, yeah, regardless, both. I enjoy it. Growing into reclusiveness. Yeah. But with dogs, pretty decent. Hundred percent. Yeah, I know how that is. Hundred percent. I feel. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Um, we're back. And we are. We're starting this week. We're starting um, a series. Mm-hmm. Actually. Um, a, so a today's the first. Yeah. It's it's the first of how like what four? Yeah, four, four weeks, four parts. Yeah, I think that works. There is four weeks in November. Yeah, shit, that's February. That it's still four weeks. Right? Some, but some months too. Oh, if it starts yeah. on like a Wednesday, we'll have five weeks. Oh. And I know that because extra then pays. no, oh. <laughs> extra car payments. Because <laughs> like for me, regardless, I get paid twice a month. That's fifteen. Yeah. and end of the month. But oh. car payments is bi-weekly. So some, some months, months I pay three times, but which is a lot of fun for me. That's, whoa. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Jose drives a uh, Hummer truck. Yeah. He has Close. completely raised. Yeah. It's yellow. Yeah. Exactly. So if you're looking for him in Calgary, that's, that's Jose. Yeah. Man, he's wearing Thank a John you. Deere hat while he's. In it. <laughs> well, that's true. That's not. Uh, there's <laughs> one a part of, of these me, is true. Yeah, <laughs> there's a part of me that feels almost appropriative with this hat on. I love it. Right? Yeah. Because I, uh, I, I'm, I'm not a farm boy. Nope. Though I wear the attire. And you are you know alberta raised yeah. and so therefore I, it's like your your alberta roots you're showing yeah like that. so i guess right it, that's i mean i have some merit mm-hmm. in wearing you, this you hat. do you do we but, uh my uh adam's dad he uh fixes john deere tractors that's like, there you go yeah, that's what he does he's he's a fucking g and that's just a fun fact about alberta right there there you go yeah that's all that's all everyone anyone that's that's just basing we just started to set our scene for where where our stuff begins right now part one 
yeah. which is what? What is it? I'm fine. Yeah. It's essentially, so what we're wanting to do is kind of just get into, I mean, we talked about this, and it's getting back to what you and I, um, just our experiences in how we came about with, like, Unfine and the podcast and your art. Yep. Um, Because it's something, I mean, I find it fascinating. That might be self-serving, but Mm -hmm. I'm sure someone else out there would find it fascinating as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we thought we'd start with that. Kind of yeah. just like get into it. Because yeah, you're going back to school. Yes. In January. I'm going to finish my degree. Yes. What's your and degree again? Uh, my degree, oh my gosh, I should get this right. It will be in uh, the the visual communications uh, course is what it is. And then okay. there's um, many minors, but I'm honestly not sure what I'm I'm believe it'll most likely be like a minor in illustration or you can also do minors in character design okay which falls a bit more into the comic book area of stuff okay but illustration is also what i've always done and that's like same area but yeah kind of that so like visual communications communications kind of is the umbrella like graph design illustration um just using art to have a message Oh, okay. Put behind it, and right. that's a a cat or AU Arts. It's called now. Is AU like Arts. is there? Uh, it's kind of their bread and butter. Is there? Okay. Getting artists to get like an identity and figure out a message behind their stuff because everything you do has to have an academic portion to it. So it's okay. like it's not like some art schools might just be all studio, which means like you're just learning a skill, a trait, whereas like. AU Arts does academic and it has to have a certain amount of academic every academic courses so like in English or like a uh, like I did we went through the Truth and Reconciliation Act my first year that oh, was the year okay. it came out right. so like we did a uh, it was like um, it was social something social I forget what the fucking course was mm-hmm. but that was the idea is just learning about Canadian actual Canadian history I it see. was the Truth and Reconciliation Act Okay. And so, like, yeah, they uh, a lot of really cool things at ACAD, and that's kind of like the reason I ended up being, I don't know, pushed towards. Well, also because I've grown up in Calgary my entire yeah. life. Yeah. So that was like a big. I saw that option in, uh, like when I went to Calgary Academy, and then they had like. Oh right. Yeah. Because Calgary Academy was like a private schooling, because like I had an IPP when I was younger like I have AD I have like diagnosed ADHD ADD and so like I went to a private school where I was they had like two teachers in a class and 14 kids and in that school it was like grade four to grade 12 so in grade 12 they at the end of every year they had all the universities and stuff come and would go and then in grade like eight you were allowed to just go and look so they could be like just go look at some of these places and you'd walk around and I saw ACAD and I nice. went, and there was, like, cartoons, and I was like, what the fuck? Oh, this sick. is a school, and then... Were you drawing then? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, nice. but, like, I was, like, kind of, like, dis- I would draw in class because I just couldn't pay attention. So it was something where it looked uh, like I was taking notes. Oh, I see. But yeah. I was drawing Yeah. all the time. Yeah. And then they'd come over, and they'd be, like, drawing all along the sides right. of the page, yeah. and then no writing in the center. <laughs> <laughs> that was my entire school year. Yeah. Yeah. So that okay. was like the, uh, the beginning of like knowing I could go and do it as something right. in the future. In like post-secondary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And so when, so you started at, it was ACAD and did you start the same program that you're finished? Yeah. Right. Uh, no, technically not. So like, oh, when, okay. yeah, like I, well, I, I graduated high school and then I was just playing bands. I didn't really at the time i knew that i was like i can't go to school right now i just don't want to do it right so when i was in a band and i quit it and then at that time i was kind of at the uh the crossroad i'm at right oh god jesus (laughs) the cross did you hear that yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh that's so funny um yeah so like i'm 
I was where I'm kind of am now in the sense of like, I've always drawn made art and the, it was something always for me. So it never, I never really thought about it as like I could succeed in being an artist. Cause like the artists I always looked at were just like so much better than me. Okay. And I, people would always like compliments about my art. Don't really like exactly make me the most stoked, you know? Uh, like, it, like if somebody can see like the amount of like effort I put into something yeah. that makes me happier than just seeing like how much like, uh, how cool it looks or something like that. And that's okay. why I was always more attracted, I think, to music. Because, like, music, you can kind of see, like, it's just a grind. Like, when right. people don't okay. understand it, you're like, why do you do this shit? Yeah. Why do you yell and scream and, like, do these? And I chose something that is so obscure and, I nobody can understand how to do it. And it's something right. where it, like, looks like I'm killing my body and it looks like it's hard work, but really it's just, like, fun. Right. But art was always kind of like those, uh, like, that's why I always made weird shit because people are like, how do you think of these things? And it's right. just like, I just let go and do it yeah but then i started to understand fine art and realize that fine art is a spectrum among spectrums there's no black and white it's gray and like you can do anything in as long as there's a meaning or something behind it or i don't know something propelling the actual art then can be anything yeah fine art on your wall right there it is (laughs) it is it's pointing to um this painting or two yeah. paintings I drew when I had a sad day mm-hmm. like last year. <laughs> but it is that it's that interesting thing. And that's why it like really like hit me. And that's why art has always hit me. Cause like I have not always been able to identify and understand what I'm feeling I get sensations that or sensory shit just right. in a different way yeah. than other people. Just cause my brain is a little messed up right. and also to my advantage it like allows me to think of things differently and process information differently and then put it out through art and give it a reason you know okay rather than it just be a mishmash and like just emotions like when i was younger i had to go and get like not counseling but just like training on how to like actually like verbalize things Okay. Feelings and yeah. stuff like that. But art was so easy. I could draw a sad picture and somebody would understand. Okay. Couldn't yeah. say I was sad to a person. Just couldn't even like, uh, I would just cry or I was too emotional. And right. I just like couldn't understand I was angry. And yeah. Then all these things kind of started to click. And right. So art school, when I realized like it wasn't just like just studio, you have to go and learn to draw. You actually get to kind of use that, that left brain, right brain combo. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's where it like triggered for me i was like oh shit this this is the way so like i went in but it was really hard yeah (laughs) it's really hard because i had was an adult with adhd and hadn't Uh, dealt with it so the first year of art school was really really hard right Mm -hmm. and then that's i kind of got a chip on my shoulder (laughs) in regard to like post-secondary yeah okay and just art like fine art for example because there there's no rules but once you start I don't know, you get certain teachers who start telling you there's certain rules and uh, as a person who's trying to like figure out their place in it if yeah. you're told it has to be a certain way by somebody you admire oh i see and then like somebody else you admire tells you that's wrong this is the way right. it was just like you all are contradicting each other and i'm paying for this but i didn't realize like you know accept the information that you want process it yeah. don't like i was trying to like because i didn't know what i wanted to do so i was always like going to art school to try and figure out what all these teachers did and how they made art and how they were successful rather than just looking inwards and being like, what the fuck do you want to do? Which is like comic books and like visual storytelling. Like I want to tell stories with my art and like about anything. It doesn't have to be about fantasy. It can be real. It could be fake, but that's what I didn't realize for a bit. So like, that's where unfine arts came from was like okay. it was just the un i was like oh, what is like different than fine art so i was trying to think of like a counter right, 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 to it because yeah. i was like this is how i feel and one of my teachers i was just in a class and he was like you know uh he was talking about when he made his like pen name or like you know you have an artist name or something you just like yeah a publishing name whatever you put it out through so i was just like sitting in that class and he 
was like I named it I forget what he named it it was like renegade art or something but he was just like really angsty at the time and now he's like 40 year old guy but he's like I still love it because it keeps me in that angsty place where I was so I was like okay like that's really a cool idea of making a name you just choose it in the way you feel at that moment if you're down with it and then kind of brings you back and as an artist you kind of are always trying to change but then you always have to remember like what was it like when you were making art when you first went to school before you told these rules and had to like make all this shit up for all these rules for yourself now right so that's where it all kind of uh got into like a i figured out the why but at the end of art school at the end of that year i had a i was asked to join a band widmore yeah and uh i was like kind of in out of art school and also art school is just like when i went in you know i wasn't i hadn't really coped with like adhd or anything like that so like doing school and then being really interested in art the school was so hard and the art was like right easy so it was like that balance was too hard so when the opportunity came to join a band that was already doing stuff and wanted to like tour i was like yeah i don't really want to be stuck right here if i have the option to tour yeah so i yeah i left right how long has it been now since you've been that was 2014 so seven years oh wow okay which is fucked up to think about right yeah seven years seven years seven years and in that time yeah i did music yeah which well i guess 2014 to 2015 was the year so yeah yeah. i mean you did a lot of art too oh so much well and it's i started actually making money from art once i left because that was one thing also that kind of that's it's when we began hanging out was that end of there and i was just so i loved making art but i didn't know how like me as an artist could like even just like make art for people because like i wasn't doing commissions for painting and like graphic design was so new to me i didn't think i was good enough so just when we just started talking about stuff and i okay yeah i remember you were telling me you would do like graphic design for some yeah things because you just had to and i was like like and then you probably told me just fucking do it you idiot or something (laughs) like that and i was like ah true but yeah Yeah. they i made more money and was like technically a more successful artist after art school it kicked me in the ass it was like go do something right so like i got mad experience i took lots of courses lots of online courses yeah yeah paid a lot of money for online courses and were these like online was it for a software or was it just like it was all for uh a lot for procreate that this oh i see yeah the one i used so like once i got procreate i got it in art school i I got addicted to it and i'm still am every day i use it just because it's like everything you can graphic design you can paint you can draw on it's they're yeah sponsor me yeah. <laughs> i love them so yeah. much the, the new update came out 5.2 last okay. night yeah i stayed up and i downloaded it and it nice. just danced a bit and shit nice. so sweet but yeah i uh, did that and then concept art really for a while fine art i looked a lot into like kind of like francis bacon basquiat like the weird yeah um, see what that's my question then is like what what make what makes something fine art like uh, how who decide is a people like people decide it or like wh- how do you know something is fine art that's it i guess there there's technically a definition i've looked it up before and the definition i think is like just for like if you needed to put it on a uh, piece of paper like okay. you had to just like actually try and um, define it but it yeah. says it's like fine art is developed primarily for aesthetics or beauty distinguishing it from decorative or applied art which also has to serve some practical function such as poetry or most metal work so it I guess because in <laughs> like 
fine art can be performance art. It doesn't have to be a uh, painting. Okay. So there has to be some intent of, I guess, expression behind it. Okay. So because I, so it, there's a rabbit hole you can go down. Yeah. If the banana on the wall, for example. Oh yeah. It's fine art because it brought an expression, emotion behind it. And no matter what anybody says, it it is because you're talking about it and there's an expression behind it. The action of it, the banana itself doesn't fucking matter. The action of them doing that, bringing outrage and purpose to some people's lives around this banana. Right. You know, I'm applying that to it. Okay. But that's my expression, so that's what kind of makes it fine art. I've just given it more layers than it even has to have. Okay. Rather than like, this light is art but its function is oh, to see, light see, the table, yeah. I guess. So, like, it's, like, I guess it's the... But... And it's, what is it? It's it's not decorative? It's not decorative. So, like, I think if... Um, great example. Right now, it's decorative. But in the Pixar oh. animation, it's, like, a fine right. art. That's a fine art... But it's, I guess, uh, that's like where, I guess, no, because applied art, sorry, there's, yeah, okay, the seven fine arts, one day it will be eight. Painting, sculpture, architecture, poetry, music, literature, and dance. Which, that's, that's everything, everything and... <laughs> So essentially, it's just like expression of something is fine art. Yeah. yeah see, and uh, this one, this one, uh, <laughs> there's a difference between info website, which now says the difference between art and fine arts is more about an aesthetic appeal. Fine arts is considered a type of art, but art is a broad term that embraces many other creative and artistic activities. However, fine art can be sound. So like uh, that technically doesn't like a a person who is blind can also enjoy fine art. Okay. Therefore they're wrong. I don't know. Cuz aesthetics yeah. is a visual right. thing, right? So then I guess your understanding of fine art, how would you then define unfine arts? So this is kind of the problem I ran into in making this name. And okay. everybody can now know my inner struggle for <laughs> thinking about this name and using it because I love it. But also, like, the idea was that it's, like, absolutely nothing because, like, there are no rules. There's okay. absolutely, like, the unfine arts is, like, in my mind, I've always just thought about, you know that show, kind of bad example, but kind of good example, the show Dirty Jobs? Where, like, you just always see these jobs. It was, like, on Discovery Channel or okay. something. This dude would go and see these jobs at, like, the people who clean out nuclear tanks. Okay, yeah. And that always kind of, like, clicked in my brain as, like, there's certain people who do these things, like cartoonists. People who never even think about animators who, in their favorite Disney shows, the dudes who draw pages of stuff. It's, like, the unfine, like, people don't think about that, but then they receive the art. And then that's the fine art. But that actual unfine art is, like, the doing it. It's, like, the, the, the something that is, like, the the uh, the under holding up what is actually the art. Because the action is, like, us putting, me putting 17 hours into one comic book page. And then the art of that the person gets is, like, what they're putting into it. The emotion they get behind it. So, right. like, it's kind of, I just always thought of it as, like, this other side of, like, the not the person who's experiencing it but the person who's making it right okay but then it's just that's only for me (laughs) right right, right, like it was kind of like just like a way to like name my brand instead of just like being like jeremyrichardson.com oh i see yeah you know what i mean and then when i thought of it like adding it to like a brand i was like oh that's cool but then it does mean nothing but it means everything well i'll tell you kind of how i understood it when we first talked about it was um I, it was my perception of fine art was kind of um, the path most traveled. It's kind of like socially accepted is fine art. 
Yeah, it's kind of like what the majority of the population understands and accepts. And I understood fine art or unfine arts as just the opposite of that. It's kind of like, and I, I related to it because me leaving engineering was like, engineering was go to school and like, that's fine art in a sense where that's what makes sense. And yeah. that's what a lot of people would agree is like the right thing. Definitely. And unfine for me was leaving that. And that was my example of unfine arts. It was like, it's, it's art in its sense because it's my, um, it's my experience, but unfine because it's the only person that gets it or like the reason behind why I do what I do. It's, I'm the only one that really gets it at the end of the day. And I'm the only one that actually needs to get it. That's, that's a great like view of it. Cause yeah. there definitely it, you're like you're on the money with the idea of like yeah it is not like there's a path carved out that you can yeah. take and understand that there's a way like even me growing up like my my grandpa owns Crowfoot liquor store yeah and they were always like if you ever want to come work at the store come work at the right, store like yeah. you guys can work in the office and work in, i don't know yeah just like shred a, shred papers yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah like yeah exactly like yeah you could fix our computers like there's things you could yeah. fucking fix all the air conditioners you might be an air conditioner guy because they have yeah. coolers break right. all the time but uh <laughs> yeah so like and then the idea of always wanting to do art there's like that sense of you're like why do i want to do this thing that yeah. seems harder than other right. stuff yeah. even like graphic design is like i i know i could probably go and get a job at a graphic design office but i also yeah. know if i got comfy there i would never leave I loved graphic design. I mm-hmm. loved making that shit. And if yeah. I was getting paid with good people around me, why would you? you yeah. Know? But uh, I've always kept, I know my mind's always been on that. Yeah. Making art that's like, you know, just from me. Yeah. For others. Right. Rather than, uh, yeah, the, uh, I've had Boston since I was like 14. I hate it. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I don't mind actually. I yeah. like being told what to do and yeah. like for I work like, stuff. Yeah, I like, and I, I am lucky enough that I kind of found that now in my position mm-hmm. after a few years. Is um, I don't like being told what to do. I like being told like, hey, this is kind of. I like being someone sharing their vision with me. It's like this is how I see it happening. Now, it's up to you how that happens. Yes, it's like this is where I want to go. How do you think we yeah. can get there? Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. Well, and then yeah, having somebody also then being on the other side, knowing also maybe what to do. So like, if you can bounce it off, right? Like yeah. that's you're at a good job where like people are very competent in like Everyone's what ex- other things they know in the company. So it's completely. like you can ask them maybe a question. They probably got an answer of some kind. But that's the thing. They have a answer. Mm-hmm. not the there's not never the like answer. the answer and that's one thing that I feel like I I mean I did the whole like um, when I left engineering it was um, creating marketing assets yeah. for like these companies that I didn't give a shit about yeah. and so a lot of yeah. my day was like putting together what I thought was like cool graphics for their company <laughs> and it, it was like stupid just because like they told what me kind of graphics would you have to do? Like, it would be yeah, like, like one one of them was um, I needed to put together. It was a construction company. Fuck yeah! And I needed to put together a pamphlet that kind of went over like their services. And they were like, "Oh, we think it'd be really cool if we had like a like a cartoon guy with like a hard hat, and he would like he would walk you through the pamphlet." And so I had to think of that. They wanted a comic book. <laughs> essentially yeah and i was just like he needs to do this and he sorry the car the character needs to do this and they need to do that and they need to say this um yeah. oh man and so it was just like that was my experience with it and yeah. i loathed it yeah personally it's too no it, it be, because it, creativity can't here's the thing and like, like my old that's boss, where fine art gets taken out of it almost right exactly because um i i think creativity needs some boundaries well here's the thing creativity needs guidance but it can't have restraints 
Yes, but I, I, I think the absence of all restraints doesn't flourish creativity either. I think no. you, you need a focal point or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but once you start containing aspects of it, that's when you get lost. And that's what I was for a few years was just like, there was no creative freedom. There was just like, this is exactly A to Z, exactly what needs to happen. Yeah. For yeah. these like marketing campaigns. Yeah. It was well, like, oh, no. Fuck that. You'll definitely never be able to see like the, uh, another path. That's if, if you're not like, you know, I don't know, trying to, I guess, like, it, you know, there's a uh, there's always autopilot, I think naturally for everybody, and right. then so like creativity is like almost like there's it's so hard like getting away. Oh yeah, getting away from autopilot. Yeah. Creativity, you have to. Well, so tell me what is like what is autopilot like? So I'm I'm assuming you're referring to autopilot in a negative sense. Like it's yeah. a bad thing. Yeah, I okay. guess it, I guess it's there's it's almost I feel like the same place negative like self-talk can come from and I feel like that can be like hard for artists or creative people because you're so self-critical because you need to kind of think away from what the status quo is, right? Like when you're yeah. in when you're building an identity around something while you're growing up. Like for me, I always wanted to make art but I was always told the opposite. So I had to accept that in the face when people are like, are you going to go to school? And you're like, like I want to be a musician. Like I was like, I really want to be a musician. But then like once school kind of like, um, happened, it, it really like, it made me feel really good about making art but I was like, shit, am I on this conventional path? And I just hopped off, like, right. doing the thing that could have been different, could have given me maybe a different perspective on art. Because that's the other thing is, like, doing art or anything creative or something different. You do need to have a different perspective going into it or else you're just making what other people are doing, which is that you have to make something new. You have to do something yeah. different. So that's, like, the uh, autopilot can just be, like, this is what's cool, this is what's trendy. It's almost like, you know, the pop of art oh, right like you're I like this is a trend let's right. make this this is the trend let's and then you get so far on doing that it's like what happens with a lot of musicians yeah. and they get so far in that they're like i don't even know what i know oh I see. right yeah. so it's like autopilot becomes like can be creative and then it can be not so like i know especially when like i've been doing a routine for a while I need yeah. to like figure out like how I can get out of this like autopilot because then your creativity doesn't feel like you're being creative right. anymore. You have to do something different or something yeah. opposed to what you think like is right, which seems so counterintuitive, right? Right, yeah. Like even today, I knew I had to work on this project for this band and I'm doing a design for them but I couldn't think of the design and I knew I had to sit down but I was like if I fucking beat myself up I'm gonna get really stressed so I was like pull out a canvas gesso it put some paint on it and then like I did that for like an hour wasted time but then I crushed the design oh, okay. and I have the design now nice okay which like oh <laughs> feels so good to have it because I was like stressed this morning because I was like I can't fucking think of anything but it's because yeah. like the the autopilot of just like oh you know how to make stuff go sit down and you're like well have you thought of ideas behind yeah. it? What your intent is? Like what you actually want to achieve with this? What's right. their intent? So once I start thinking about those while I'm gessoing, it's like, oh, I can think about all these um, intents behind doing it. Okay, back up. Gessoing, what is that? Oh, shit. Okay, yeah. gesso, <laughs> gesso is like a white. It's what is on your canvas. So the canvas is just like a... Uh, a fabric okay. so the white stuff on your canvas is gesso and it hardens when uh it's it like dries. priming it it's like priming it okay. so it's a paint that's like super thick and it almost has like yeah it's like i think the actual it's like gesso is the what is in it to make it hard and it's okay. uh you sand it down so okay. like if you ever if you got some gesso so when you uh actually use a canvas it usually has a bit of tooth on it like if you rub your, yep. you can see the brush strokes. So yeah. if you get gesso and paint it on, yep. it starts to fill up those. And then you take a little bit of sandpaper oh. and you sand it down. And then you get, that's how you get that smooth ass texture. Oh, I see. However, like 
with canvas you can't put too much on or you like you're separating where like uh like how much paint is on that canvas and like you after you put a bunch of paint on shit you start to see the layers and how thick it gets like this okay. here yeah probably has like a good layer of thick paint on oh, on it so but i didn't gesso it at all so it's like right. it's just sticking to pure canvas right which is funny i don't actually think i primed it i need to get primer but i actually like not doing it because if you do this and pass it around then it gets little wears on it and you do a little touch-ups or like even just prime that and you yeah. kinda, i like it yeah. okay get a little life in it yeah because you'll always see the little rubbings on the side right but yeah gesso sorry gesso is a very like methodical process for uh, okay like a painting usually you do like six layers and you like do one you just sit let it dry and then sand six it a bit layers, hey. yeah, yeah. Jesus. but they're not like thick ass layers okay. like you're just yeah. trying to get white on there and yeah. not but if like for me i'm not very actually pretty actually pretty good now i used to like not be very good so like you'd see some of my paintings and it'd be like little chunks out yeah. of it because uh, if you don't get it flat or right, smooth right. then yeah it looks bad okay yeah so yeah, yeah. just something just so do it it's a process but it's like the what i was getting at was just like the intent and it's like yeah. the intent behind making a project is almost the same as like trying to figure out like the intent for a career <laughs> in right. art right like okay. one project can be the yeah, same yeah. thing it's like sometimes you got to like sit back and figure it out you can't go on autopilot and think that you're going to do something sick it's just right. like that's not how it works you got to kind of mm -hmm. like really be critical about what you want and what you want to do yeah i've been doing that recently and it doing it alone is hard but the fact that we do this podcast <laughs> yeah. and we talk all the time and yeah. plan yeah that's what makes it feel very like real and helps actual objectives get right. done right yeah i love it it helps it like push it forward yeah, yeah. like even the seven illustrations i had to do for all the covers and oh stuff yeah and, like things like that and work yeah, yeah. on it it's good to like have a new project to think about right. and just like yeah because yeah just love making shit I'm sorry i was just thinking <laughs> of another idea i don't yeah. want to say it but yeah. that'd be a good idea yeah, i'm gonna write nice. it down um yeah and then so and then mine like when i left engineering um and started this like getting into tech um i did we both had our own shopify store mm -hmm. and so like yeah, my first did. one was do you it was the the fuck store. The fuck store. Yeah, and it was literally the f dash store. Yeah, known as the fuck <laughs> store. And so back like context, it was me and a buddy of mine that I worked with, mm -hmm. um, and we had this idea of like we wanted, literally, what we just we we knew from the beginning it was just going to be like a money grab. Yeah. And all we wanted was like we need. Um, we both kind of understood e-commerce. And so we were like, okay, what group of people can we like essentially capitalize on? And I threw out the idea, it was like, how about like everyone that swears and like says fuck, like how about them? And so that you know, evolved eventually and um, yeah, we opened the fuck store. And so what we did was we printed like, um, like it's behind this painting here, but it's a penguin on a canvas, like flipping you the bird. And it's like this cute, nice penguin flipping you the middle finger. It's and then it was, fun. there was a journal called like another fucking journal. Um, and then it just anything, all of our products, it was like t-shirts and canvas and journals with the word fuck. And it had to have fuck on it. It had to have fuck on it. That's super cool. um, and that was like our project and we obviously we didn't re really know what it was going to be but we had it, it it was up over the holidays and um, how many sales did you get quite a few fuck yeah, yeah I don't exactly fuck yeah <laughs> but it, it wasn't it wasn't like life-changing or anything obviously um, but it was I guess my first experience in um, e-commerce Yep. and that kind of world and like now that's my entire career is e-commerce and like I work for Shopify and so I think that was a nice introduction and kind of got me interested in not only art but like how people 
because I would have never thought that like selling like that was selling art but that that's what it was mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right um, so yeah it was just fucking funny like we had no idea what we were doing we were just like selling shit I love that though you you did I remember at the time like when you were doing it, I was very excited for you and just to right. see how the SEO on fuck was <laughs> just yeah. have that all went Literally. down like yeah. doing ads on that which is so cool because like there is that it broke down a lot of like it breaks down a lot of the fears of doing it right you can yeah. just do it there's yeah. ways you can I, I found out it's funny the me and Kaylee were talking for so long about me trying to open up some type of store and I just thought it was so hard and then we were at a yeah. bookstore one day and there was like a or we were at chapters and I just went over the computer and I was like I was like uh, how to start an online store that's oh, okay. like or because uh, i saw this book that somebody recommended who was an artist yeah and then they had one and i went and grabbed it and i brought it home and it was like how to start an online store in the week in a oh, weekend and yeah. it literally like had a book and it had like five different online stores what you do and then shop five was one of the last oh, ones on there okay. yeah. and it had the budgets of like how much it cost to start oh, on these and spotify was like the second most expensive but it was only like 50 bucks a month and i was like right. oh yeah because like well that was to get like your pro so you could like register all your money and get paid so like if you were trying to do it in a weekend and get paid in like a month okay so i was like how do i do this like because i've like i've worked in kitchens for so long yeah and i i love the idea of working in kitchens super fun it kind of got creative at times but like i would always be drawing and so like i was like how the fuck do i make money to get out of these kitchens and right, so yeah. like, i was like shopify store i open mine <laughs> yeah I but that. i have i have no i can take in information and process it pretty decent yeah but i do not like manipulating people marketing was really hard for me and i used to always think it was manipulation okay which i know it isn't now i've kind of like understood and looked for more different ways of like to market in a proper way but as a child who grew up in the 90s like i was just marketed to through commercials and just fucking manipulated into loving things so like yeah it's all i had and all i knew so like there was a uh, fear at the time of like starting a store and i loved it but the idea of pushing it out to people okay it was hard but you did have like you knew like just the idea of like an seo or like a a, a marketing on a facebook or something like that which seems so crazy to me like where where did you learn all that like Um, any of that like was that from school because you went to engineering school so like youtube some shit it was all um so i lied on so my last job you liar 100% so my last job in oil and gas yeah um i was only there for a few months and i wanted to leave and i was at a bar one day and met um someone named Jackie who would then become my boss and she was really drunk i was really drunk and i told her i was like yeah i'm trying to get out of um oil and gas like do you have anything at your firm and her being blackout, she was like, oh, like we're hiring a digital brand manager. Like, do you have experience in marketing? And I was like, uh, fuck yeah. I, I market so hard, dude. Um, market so, shit yeah, all the time. Literally. And like, it was all a lie. Like, I didn't know anything. And then I went into, I showed up Monday morning for an interview. She forgot because she was blackout drunk. And so I showed up in a tie and I was like, hey, I'm here for my interview. And she was like, oh, no, totally. Yeah. Um, interviewed me and then um, I, I on my resume I lied and said I had marketing experience that I did marketing for like the oil and gas companies I didn't no at all no. Um, you had an Instagram I had an Instagram and I, I knew how to do like basic back-end coding yeah like very basic which is that was true more than a lot yeah majority of people yeah. working in a job yeah and I think it was just kind of like the timing of it and like they um, the person I was replacing was like one foot out the door already so it was like perfect timing essentially for everyone and so they were like you know what fuck it like let's give this guy a shot and then the first six months in that position that's where I taught myself I would spend every day at work just like because they would give me a a task that Mm -hmm. I didn't know how to do they're like make this 
marketing automation campaign. And I was like, I don't know three of those words. So, <laughs> and so I just had to like. One of them is your job. Title. Yeah, literally. <laughs> literally. And so I just needed to, yeah, I spent a good like eight hours a day, five days a week, six days a week, just teaching myself. And like, I'd be given a project and then I'd learn how to do it and then do it. Yeah. So it was like two jobs at once for every project. That's the fucking way. Yeah. Fake, yeah. fake it till you make it makes yeah. complete sense. Yeah, and I never understood that until <laughs> that, that yeah. moment. Yeah. And it's like, it's honestly always used in like a, a, you know, a grander sense, but like yeah. in every single job. Like yeah. even cooking, I've done it, and yeah. especially like graphic design. Any person asks me, can you do this job? And it relates to like art, I say yes. Yeah. Well, who, who is it? it? I heard this this like saying a long time ago. Was it Richard Branson where he's like, um, if someone asks you to do something and it gets you closer to your goal, but you yeah. don't know how to do it, say yes and then figure out how to do it later. Yeah. Just say yes. Yes. Just say yes. Yeah. It's definitely the best, like, because especially right now, yeah. fucking Google. Yeah. Just Google. 100%. Like, we have so much information at our fingertips mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. And I think um, now everyone's kind of fighting for attention because the know-how is out there yeah and so everyone just needs like the right to be in front of the right people Mm -hmm. Um, there is like a huge crazy like fight for attention especially watching after people seeing the amount of eyes go online and people go online after the pandy it's really kind of fucked oh yeah it's scary for yeah. sure. It's 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 scary as long as it's like, like you know, but it, it there's certain parts of it scary, but then there's also just like the coolest shit. Like I was watching today, have you seen a I've been down the YouTube rabbit holes, but there's a bunch of YouTubers who just are raising thirty million dollars to clean up the ocean. Really? Yeah. And they're oh, like some of the biggest cool. YouTubers. They're like they make kind of like kids content. Okay. They're like in that like like wacky like oh, do crazy shit. Okay, but yeah. sometimes they do cool science shit. Like yeah. they raise so much money. But like all of these creators now have been doing a lot of this shit because they realize like we all have millions of people watching all of our videos. Like, yeah. Like now this attention we can actually like raise it and then just use it. Okay. So did you ever hear about the kid who was like 16 and he was building those robots to clean up the ocean? Yeah. So they now have an actual company. It's called team C's and these guys are raising $30 million for them to make more of those. Oh wow. Yeah. They're already working in the Dominican. There's a big YouTube video about it. I'll put it in the description because it's really sick. And I just was watching. I was like, fuck yeah. yeah." Like that's sweet. Attention and then use it. Yeah. And it's it's such a good way. It's, I mean, everyone has attention now. Like, anyone can gain a following, mm-hmm. and then it's, like, leveraging that following. Yep. That's all yep. it is. And that's kind of the advertisement that, like, um, people want nowadays. Is what makes learning. you want to follow somebody? I always wonder that. Me personally? Like, yeah. For for you, me, like, what what do you feel like when you're, like, I actually want to keep seeing what this um, So a lot of it is, like... Um, situational interest in mm-hmm. the moment. If I watch a movie, if I watch a new show, I'll mm-hmm. follow like uh, some actors or I'll follow like a writer. Yeah. Um, but th- I think overall it's, um, there's different, the categories of like interest. Like I'm interested in comedy. So I follow um, Tina Fey stuff or Amy Poehler, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Steve Carell. Mm-hmm. I follow, um, some like a lot a lot of improv people like jimmy fallon's really good like his older stuff yeah so that and then um just anything lately the last couple years it's anything that like makes me happy and i've had to unfollow a lot of um i used to follow a lot of like fitness like instagram fitness accounts Yeah, yeah because i thought that was gonna um motivate me yeah but it did the opposite it made me hate myself more yeah. So it was doing a lot of damage. So now it's anything that doesn't damage me, as sad as that sounds. But that's what it is. See, yeah, it, it, it does. It does. It doesn't sound sad. It sounds like you've you've really been able to like figure out like oh, yeah. what how it does like yeah. make you happy on yeah. something that 
could easily not right yeah. like that's yeah um, it's m- not designed to make you unhappy but it's designed in a way to show you stuff that is like i don't know uh, I, I, the the thing that is most loved whereas at yeah. all times yeah. it isn't you're not the most loved thing you don't want the most loved thing you just want something that you yeah. enjoy right yeah and I, I think i mean the common denominator is like something that um i feel like i can grow from yeah if i see the content mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. because it's not always like positive stuff right because some of it i mean there's news out there that's like very negative but yeah. if i can learn something so that I'm more knowledgeable about something, then I'll follow that as well. Yeah. So anything that I feel like aligns with my values and mm-hmm. it makes me grow as a person, mm-hmm. as like vague as that is, that's kind of like no, my... it's a it's a good place of like I don't because I, I I ask the question just of you know posting content because we don't really post on the unfine. Oh yeah. Okay. Right. Thing, yeah. But but that's I, that's another thing too. It's like it's different. Like my feed is different from what I post. Yeah. Right? Um, And I think the, I don't know, I've been, um, I'm I'm a firm believer that um, you should post what makes sense with, like, the brand itself. Um, Yeah. And because gaining, you know, an audience off of, like, the true meaning of the brand is what you need to do. It's yeah. what makes the most sense because it's, we could easily just do like meme stuff, right? Yeah. And it's not, it doesn't make any, exactly. it doesn't do us any justice. It doesn't do you any justice as like the creator. Yeah. Um, and so I think you need to find your audience um, through the conduit of like knowing who you, like what you stand for. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great, uh, it's a great place to start and especially yeah. Yeah, attract what truly like you want who you want to enjoy yeah the content yeah Cause that's Cause it's not going to be for everybody no. and it shouldn't be no well that's like one thing that i've had the instagram i've had for like fucking while like now. Germ. yeah yeah that one uh but i had it forever while i was playing music yeah and i was just posting pictures of my face and people right. would like the pictures of my face but now that i put post art nobody sees the shit <laughs> absolutely nobody instagram's right. like what the fuck are you doing this is what we gave you these people for and it doesn't show my shit off so yeah. i've just thought about just like deleting it and then just like posting like yeah shit i enjoy through unfine okay just because it makes more sense because i don't need to post about my life to people i like this where i can talk like in depth about what i think you know like my life is my fucking life like i do my things i honestly only post pictures of bear like in my (laughs) stories because like i like that but i can do that on the unfind account and i don't need all these different accounts for like fucking different like it just seems so silly whereas like i want to make art i don't want to be like a instagram influencer like fuck that shit like it's just it seems because i've talked about it with the guys too that like we're i've been jamming with like a bunch of uh, homies and like especially i don't like the social weird social media grind of a band because it's just so fake and everybody's doing it it's like oh how can you do the exact same thing a little different it's like yeah that's creative yeah it doesn't it's not creative in my mind so like i want to if we're going to use an instagram because like people want just content and things to see and information know how about your band but i was like it needs to mean something we need to be doing something even if it's just like showing actually what we enjoy or what we like to do or even fucking post your favorite movie on your instagram like it's just like it's so funny i remember when i first got instagram a lot of my first pictures were my video games because i just posted okay shit i liked yeah, yeah, yeah i remember i was like going around my house taking pictures of shit i like and putting filters on them right and i've been thinking about that because you think about what you started with and it was really yeah. like those things but yeah. mostly it's usually like like you know what what fits the last color scheme right? yeah you know, how's like, the gradient going it's so silly it's like wow. i've had such a weird um like relationship with Instagram because I went from posting absolute nonsense when Instagram first came out yeah, yeah. to then for a few years it, it was the 
most controlled environment and like edited version of myself. Yeah. Just every I, picture was I like taken by is. a photographer. Yeah. Yep. Highly edited. I know. And feel. like the, it was like the one picture out of like a hundred mm-hmm. that I would approve. <laughs> and it, that, that, like I'm laughing at myself because I know the feeling. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I do know that exact yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. And like every everything was so crafted. Like I planned this post for like weeks. Um, and then I like deleted Instagram for a few months after like doing that for a couple of years because it got so unhealthy for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it's literally like I don't post. I don't I don't like have a schedule. I don't know when I post. It's literally like I'll wake up one day. I'm like, I'll just post like seven pictures from the last three weeks. Yeah that I think are cool and I'll just Mm -hmm. fucking full send. And that has been like the healthiest thing. But um, I do enjoy posting. Yeah. But it's now just like I don't need the controlled environment anymore. It's just kind of like pictures I took from my phone when I was out. Like I'll take a picture of something and just like send it. Yes. Um, And I I think I have a fairly healthy relationship now with content Mm -hmm. um because i mean this podcast has been an outlet for content yeah which has been very nice and i i think a big part of that is now i don't feel the need to post shit on my story on my personal account or like my feed and just like do that whole yeah game yeah because it's like you want it here it is literally here's here's your yeah your long form. Yeah, and it, it's it's a it's a it's a more honest representation of like my thought process and um, my psyche than uh, less room for interpretation. Definitely, it's like for pictures, it's like they'll see this and they'll be like, "Oh, this is who this person is." Mm-hmm. Whereas this, it's like, no, they're telling me yeah. their thoughts and their emotions. Yeah, yeah, it's so true, right? So. Like the uh, well, it's funny because like. I think, what was it? Uh, Ed Sheeran said it on a podcast I was listening to. Yeah. Where him as a artist, he always like knew that, was self-aware in what he looked like, what people said about him, okay. gender, all these things. Yeah. But like he always knew if he tried to be anything else, like that leaves open for people to now find the real you but then the real you now is like the other right so it's no longer like you're playing a character and now they can find out anything about you that is like these are lies what you've been playing and it's like kind of every musician right like the rock star right like there's no fucking rock stars they're people who like learnt a skill and write music and like can play and like there has to be an ego to be on stage and do that but it's not like people take it off stage and like that's where like you get into that i don't know instagram realm right like yeah, yeah, yeah there's a curation of like this is how i want you to see my life but once you start doing that for a while it's like well then like you're you're kind of that most people aren't going to ever find success or anything happiness mm-hmm. in that way because like yeah you're curating it. It needs to yeah. be honest. It has yeah. to be honest it or, else, be. It, it, or else it just comes from such a hollow place. Yeah. You won't get the reward back. It might seem like, and like, even if you get the likes, like, dude, it doesn't last long. Musicians, I know, and artists and anybody creative who have gotten a following, yeah, gone and killed themselves. Doesn't matter how many likes they like get. It doesn't yeah. matter any of these things it's like because it wasn't coming at that point they were getting to a place where like it was so disconnected from them it didn't matter how many likes they got right, yeah. they didn't care think about chester beddington yeah you know, he was not exactly that dude and was that yeah. dude but then like couldn't be anything else yeah and shit yeah. like that like you yeah. know so i think it's it, it's healthy as long as you're like you know the autopilot man if you just yeah. think it's just like this is what yeah. people should do i disagree yeah. I, I, in my opinion however yeah. it's not black and white you know? right right right, it, right it is gray because like yeah i see comic book artists who just like post their sketches online and just funny shit and right yeah have great followings of people who love them right so yeah there's a way it's just i've that was kind of my programming for so long and as an artist i've thought that's the way to do it right really broken out of it now and yeah. I'm, I'm very okay with like yeah the podcast 
just putting the podcast out and not yeah. having to yeah. like stress because like I don't think about Instagram content daily. I've been filming a fuck ton of everything I do, okay. but it's more so I can put together something right. bigger. I've been trying to think of like a bigger so video idea. Hmm? Your reel? Yeah, yeah, my reel. Dope. Yeah, yeah, like all those. I have a bunch of those, and I also have a DSLR and a GoPro, so like oh, I'll heck yeah. turn those on while I'm drawing. So yeah. I have all these angles of like me working for the past year. Yeah, which is gonna be cool. I'm just trying to think of how I can put it all together into yeah. the, the video and stuff. I mean that. I mean that'll be next week. Yeah, rebirth. Like, yeah. what is unfine moving forward? That's true. What we're gonna be talking about. This is true. So, damn. Well, that is fucking amazing. Yeah, dude. Well, thanks this for is listening. a good part one. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. We'll see you guys next week. No more breaks. No more breaks. You'll next have week. us forever. Yeah. We'll be back. We'll be back. Okay. Bye. Bye.